you have arrived at your destination. Well, Stephen, this weekend, I think we learned that family is the real treasure. Oh, you got that. <laughs> Sorry, La Familia is the real treasure. <laughs> like, also true. Uh, but we're talking Coco this week on Animation Destination. Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie Brandon Jones, and I am here with Stephen Barnes. Hello. Only me and Stephen today. Uh, we're the only ones that went out and saw this movie, oddly uh, enough. Of all of so our, all if of our you friends. haven't seen it, go watch it. Yeah. Uh, I tried to get Brian to come with me, but he was exhausted from working two jobs. I get it. It's, uh, you know, it's a brutal thing. It's an excuse. It's an excuse. It's, it is an excuse. It's definitely an excuse, and it's not tolerable, but I will let it slide. Uh, he'll be punished later. But uh, <laughs> still, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, this movie uh, is really cool. I liked it a lot um, more so than I thought that I would mm-hmm. uh, but yep. we will get into that what we're going to do is we're going to do spoiler free for a little while and then we're just going to cut loose uh, for about the last bit of this podcast was just all spoilers so uh, be prepared for that because I, I really do want people to go see this movie without spoilers so if you have not seen this movie do not listen to the spoiler at, uh, part of it in fact pause this podcast right now and go see it and then come back but uh, we will cover it spoiler free so perfect yeah uh, but anyway before we get into that let's get into our animation recommendation which comes to us courtesy of Brian Barrow himself which is why I didn't want to throw him under the bus this week uh, <laughs> at the beginning of this podcast uh, he gave me for my Christmas gift a lovely book called Totally Awesome The Greatest Cartoons of the 80s which oh, that is, thing is cool it is super cool it's got uh, so the 90s are kind of like where a lot of people of my generation sort of had all of their loves for animation. Mm-hmm. So you had the X-Men cartoon, the Spider-Man, all that stuff. Uh, 80s is where all my favorites reside, though. I, I would say the majority of my favorites are in the 90s, but the 80s is where all of my top guys reside. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I, where it all started for I, you. Exactly. And for people that, you know, for people that uh, are new to this podcast, go back to my episodes in March 2017, where I talked about March of the 80s, where I did five episodes in March about all my favorite shows from uh, the 80s Uh, but this is a cool little book Uh, it's got a forward by Russie Taylor who is the current uh, and past and always uh, voice of Minnie Mouse uh, doing the forward for everybody she talks about her work with like Mel Blanc and things like that awesome yeah super cool Uh, and it just gets right into it they they, they talk about all the big ones they talk about uh, the Smurfs uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends He-Man Inspector Gadget (laughs) G.I. Joe Transformers I haven't had a chance he literally gave me this before we sat down to record so I'm looking at the I'm looking at the uh, the table of contents here but it's it's just like all the stuff that I could. Uh, he said there's like animation do. cells in there too. Yeah, there's like animation cells you can pull out for, oh, cer- for certain shows. I haven't looked at them yet to see what they are, but that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's uh, oh, insanely. Oh, cool. there's a Shira one. Oh man, that's super cool. Oh, definitely. Is that in? Yeah, that is in there. Wow, look at that. Or it's a. It's a. Con- oh, that's so cool. It's the concept art from she. It's like Shira on the back of Hordak. That's so cool. Oh, dope. oh my god! I'm totally getting that framed. That is so awesome, and that is relevant to the news that's coming up too. 
Uh, man, this is going to be great. I cannot wait to look through this. I hope my dad didn't see this too and think that I'd wanted to get see my dad. My dad likes <laughs> Dude, to surprise if, me with stuff. What if each book has different cells? That's, oh, that's, that's true. Mm. Mm. Then I can just take the cells out of one and sell the other. Oh, I'm such oh, a jerk. Man. I'm such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> but that is my animation recommendation. Is totally awesome. Uh, the greatest cartoons of the 80s book. Uh, it's super cool. It's by uh, the Insight, edi- it's Insight Edition. So it's those same guys, I think, that do all the um uh like the encyclopedias and like uh movie mm-hmm. uh art books and stuff like that so yeah go check that out i'm sure it's at, available on amazon or walden books are they still open <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> i don't know what bookstores are still around uh borden i don't know anyway go go check it out at your local bookstore i'm sure it's there somewhere uh but that's it for our animation recommendation moving on to two news <laughs> Lots of news, lots of cool news today. Uh, Marvel put out a trailer for uh, Marvel Rising. Uh, Marvel Rising Begins, uh, which is a set of like shorts uh, dedicated to certain heroes, uh, younger version heroes, um, uh, such as uh, who are all the people in it. It's well, there's young. Most of them are young ones, but then you got Carol Danvers there uh, being okay, sort of like the mentor right. character. I assume it's going to be a series of shorts. That's kind of what they ex- alluded to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've got. Uh, Spider Gwen or Ghost Spider, as she's referred to in this one. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Squirrel Girl, Inferno, which I've never heard of this guy before, but some young like Human Torch looking dude. Oh, um, uh, may- he might be the Inhuman guy. Yeah, it might be an Inhuman. Yeah, uh, that seems to be what they're going for. Is uh, Daisy Johnson, uh, also played by Chloe Bennett from right. uh, Agents of Shield. Agents of so Shield. They got her back for that. Uh, the girl who's going to be playing Squirrel Girl on Secret Warriors on whatever channel that's going to be on, I forget. Uh, she'll be playing Squirrel Girl as well. Huh. Um, and uh, uh, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, and uh, some other characters. Oh, uh, America Chavez. Uh, just a lot of a lot of uh, the the newer group of people and everything. So uh, yeah, it looks it looks okay. It, Are they can release that on YouTube or uh, they they aren't they aren't very specified Maybe on that. Disney. I, yeah, it might be on Disney XD or anything like that, or it might just be on Marvel Rising. Like they're they're probably doing like a website. Oh, on Marvel yeah, Rising. yeah, that makes sense. It might be on like Marvel, you know, entertainment on YouTube or whatever. Sure. But it'll definitely be a series of shorts. Um, but yeah, it, it looks pretty good it looks about like um uh the dc superheroes uh things that or that uh okay s- that star wars ones with the with all the yeah the, uh, the side things for star oh wars gosh, rebels no it's not rebels that's what i uh it's something i forget what it was called uh star wars warriors or something i can't remember what it was called uh but it's very much in that vein um so but yeah we'll be seeing uh that pretty soon i think in 2018 that's when it starts up so cool. Yeah, it should be pretty good. I will uh, watch that. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. Uh, it's got Lockjaw and uh, Tippy Toe, uh, Hala the Accuser. I guess that's a Cree. I don't know who that is, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so that, and uh, Carol Danvers uh, will also be on it. So sounds pretty okay. Oh, and Patriot. There's another. There's another character, but not. Young Avengers Patriot, some other character Patriot <laughs> that I've never heard of. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, whatever. Uh, so Pull, yeah, pulling from comic obscurity, right? Yeah, it's like some obscure thing that's happening in the now right now. But that's going to happen. So that, that'll be pretty cool. Battle Angel, or excuse me, Alita Battle Angel by 20th Century Fox, James Cameron. He's been talking about making this movie for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they dropped a trailer for it. Um, I saved it and I didn't watch it. Yeah. Um, it looks fine, I guess. Okay. I, well, so they do this thing with, so like Alita's this like robot 
girl, basically. Okay. It's very it's very uh Astro Boy esque type of is story. It, an anime? it it is it's it's live action. Okay. Uh, it's a live action movie, but it's based on a manga and one I remember watching okay, the anime based on a manga. Yeah, it's based on a manga. I remember watching the anime movie like decades ago. Like mm-hmm. it, was, it was like fifteen years ago, I think oh, okay. it was. Uh that I saw this thing. It's it's an old nineties OVA type movie. Um, maybe eighties actually. Now that I think about it, I probably saw it in the nineties. Um, but uh, it's centered around this girl who's like got super strength, and she's like fighting other giant, uh, bigger cyborg people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically it. It's kind of the what is human type of situation that's very popular in video games right now. Gotcha. You know what? What, what makes a human? Uh, robots or people too? That's whole that whole thing. Um, my biggest problem with it is the fact that so they Alita is kind of known for having like huge anime eyes, mm-hmm. and for for some reason, they felt like incorporating that into the character itself. So, ev- oh, like, just makes the robot it. Yeah, or the actress, I guess they changed her eyes. They changed to- her eyes to these giant, like, huh. and it looks like a, it looks like a, like a Snapchat filter. <laughs> it doesn't look great. I just, I don't know why they decided on this. It, it's very bizarre. Is it like a staple for that character? I, I, I mean, like I think the character design for that character. See, when it, when I first saw it, I thought it was like just fully CG'd movie. Like I thought right. it was just a fully CG'd movie. You see the eyes. Oh there. wow, that's creepy. Right? Yeah. And if it was oh, just oh, that is creepy. I know. <laughs> like, we're we're like everybody else like has normal eyes. Yeah. But like she's got these giant Snapchat filter eyes, <sighs> and I don't understand why. It's just like, other than that, it looks pretty cool. Um, and I'm sure the narrative will be like, really- yeah, I mean, it does look cool, but like her eyes are straight. Like <laughs> they they draw weird. you in. They yeah. distract you right. from everything. Exactly. It's hard to look at anything and, else. It's just Actually, sort of, yeah, they do. They distract you from everything. Like yeah. that's going to be a big problem in the movie to be honest. Yeah, it's like when you're looking at uh uh the Tron movie when they had that really bad younged up face for Jeff uh Jeffrey what's uh, his name? Uh, Bridges. Brid- Jeff Bridges like where he's like younged face but it just doesn't look right. It's like <laughs> you know it's, it's like it looks good in like Civil War and Ant-Man because mm-hmm. like they worked on it like really well and it's like oh cool and it's like a l- real quick thing but you know, looking at like a weird facial thing, or the lips from Henry Cavill in Justice League, it just yep. looks awful. Like, it just <laughs> looks so bad. I try not to pay attention to yeah, that. Part. I I try not to either. I I I'm not it one of the draws people draws you in, right? I'm not one of the people that hates Justice League, but it's just real hard. It just it's like so obvious of when he had his reshoots, when they could have just like reshot him coming out with a beard. Yeah, right. <laughs> you could have just done that. Could have like, done that. Could have just done all the reshots with him with a beard, but whatever. I don't know. Or they could have like paid a little extra money to have him shave and then I, it, it feels like it would be way easier to digitally impose a beard onto he, someone. He was under contract with his <laughs> I, other movie. I, I know. It's like contracts are so, so weird. Weird. Yeah. It's like 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 it probably would have been cheaper and better for Warner Brothers just to say, "Hey, let him shave and we'll pay the difference to re-put the beard right. back on." Right. Cuz I feel like that would be easier to make up a beard for the rest of your shots in Mission Impossible. But anyway, uh off topic from there uh, <laughs> like, uh my hero academia has a movie website out awesome <laughs> as i talked about last week uh they have announced a movie for 2018 along with the video game along with season three i don't want to talk about the video game <laughs> you don't want to talk about the video game <laughs> no it doesn't come out on the xbox and it upsets me yeah, highly. that's right it doesn't it's a it's ps4 so 
week, it's man. PS4 and Switch only. That's right. No, <laughs> the Switch. It, it'll eventually come out for Xbox, but, but, but on launch yeah. and the no. Switch. Hey, look, a Switch. Switch doesn't get the Dragon Ball game. All right, so you guys get that. Look, I'll, I don't I'll trade you. I'll trade you. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, but yeah, as if we as if we have any say over that, <laughs> it would be nice if we did. I'll give you the Xbox Dragon Ball, and you give me the Switch. <laughs> the Switch version, my hero. My like, hero. Uh, thanks. Huh. All right. Now we can't this do this. Great. I'll well, look at it. We can just come over to each other's houses and play it. How about that? It's gonna have well, to be that way. Yeah. We'll just we'll just make a commitment to hang out. You need a new roommate on the couch. I'm saying right. Yeah. yeah. Just you know, a little couch co-op on some. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm stoked about that. Stoked about the game. Uh, stoked about the the season three, but also the movie. Movie that's coming out. Uh, movie website is up. Um, it's literally nothing's up about it. It's just like a getting thing that, started. Yeah, so, yeah. It's like, hey, here's the movie info. There's gonna be a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's like nothing there. I just started reading through the manga. Right yeah. Now. Oh yeah. But I'm you. still in uh, um, getting into the sports festival. Interesting. I'm 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 just sort of I'm basking in the uh, the glow of the anime. of the unknown. I yeah, just couldn't. Yeah. I just couldn't. I just I I am gonna break. Break my bleach promise because I don't think it's coming back. Oh, so yeah. I so I will be able to talk to you about bleach cool. uh, in after cool, a little cool, while because cool. I just don't think it's coming back. Yeah, and, you need you and, need to. And I feel like it will only come back if I read the manga. So I'm going to do everybody else a favor and just All read right. the manga. All right, I'll so be here for you, man. I'll do everyone else a favor and then we'll get the anime and I'll just appreciate the anime for what it is if it comes back. But there's just no word of it ever happening. So it's just always like it could possibly, but you know, like right. whatever. It's just. It, it, it's so past its prime now. He's like, you, you don't even know if it'll happen. So I was going to go ahead and read it. Uh, but I, I'm st- I'm staying off on my hero, so I'm uh, I'm going to wait. But, uh, yeah, the movie will be original content. It'll be its original story. There's no word of what that story is going to be or anything about it. But, uh, you know, I'm sure it'll be pretty fun. It'll have a lax timeline between, like, like all the Dragon sure. Ball movies. It's like they don't fit anywhere, but they're still cool to watch. Uh-huh. So. Uh, so I can't wait for that. Um, Christmas. Season four of Bravest Warriors on Verve uh, debuts on Christmas Day. Sweet. So, yeah, Bravest Warriors season four, Christmas Day. I don't uh, have Verve. Yeah. But Bravest Warriors is awesome. It's true. It is awesome. And uh, you will, you can go on Verve and I think get it like a week later, I think. Oh. I, I don't think it's, ex- I don't think Bravest Warriors is exclusive content. I think it's just like a week later you can get it kind of like Ruby. So oh, uh, for free. That's cool. But, yeah. But uh, I, I recommend everyone get Verve. I, I just think it's, it's so worth it if you're into anime, if you're into all that, because there's so much anime to watch on it. And uh, plus Ruby, plus Last Man for Mondo, and oh man, it's just so. Oh, it's I'm not sure I need another streaming service I, it's to true. dive into. It's true. It's true. It's hard to. It's hard to do it. I'm. I'm actually like laxing on some of the other ones, and then I have to go back and like justify the fact that I have them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like because I still haven't watched Punisher yet. I still haven't watched yeah, Runaways. Yeah, me neither. Nope. I watch Runaways. I'm so behind on everything. So uh, Runaways yeah. is really good, though. That, yeah. that is one I'm up to date on. Is it? I, I hope it is. I, I figured it was going to be. People seem to be liking it a lot. I'm so. really impressed with it. Yeah, that's cool. That's good. Like people who read the book too have been like, "Oh yeah, it's real good." Mm-hmm. So yep. I'm uh, pretty stoked about that. So there we go. And into uh, our last bit of news here today, I think yes, our last bit of news is uh, the Spider Verse trailer. So oh. uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Uh, uh, looks like the so good. It looks like the best Sony movie in ten years. <laughs> yeah, legit. Like, it looks so good. Yeah, yeah. It it definitely looks like the best animated Sony movie that I can think of. Um, like, 
Like, they hooked me in like the first like twenty seconds. Yeah, and it's the it's probably the same moment for everybody where yeah. the city is upside down. Yes, and he's like in mid in air, mid drop. In fall. Yeah, oh man, gorgeous so good. and it's like the so the good. the music at that moment yes. and everything. I was like, all right, sold. I'm watching this. I'm yeah. down. It's it seems to be an original composition. I checked it out. I looked it up, and I couldn't find it. Like it, I literally shazammed it. It was like because I couldn't find any information about what that song was. So I put the shazam up to it, and it's called. Uh, um uh where my oh man where i am now i think is what it's called mm-hmm. or uh this is my home now something like that uh by vincent something i i completely forget what it was but it's like it's like not available anywhere yet so eventually i'm sure that song will be out but it's just this dope song uh with great visuals it doesn't look like anything else out there right and right. the implication of where more than one wears the mask that says to me that we're going to get other characters as well, mm-hmm. other than Miles. Because mm-hmm. we see a gravestone with PP on it. So, you know, we like, one, would, one would assume it's Peter Parker in that realm. And then, like, something, like, runs behind him real quick and he turns around. So we don't know, is that Peter Parker? Is he faking his death? Or is this, right. is it Peter Parker he's talking to on the bench at the, at at the, the subway? End, like, how many of us are there? Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's like what? The Spider-Verse is a... Dope story. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. I, I would love to. I, I really would love to see like a, a take on because I think the way they do it, it would be sort of like a take on like the Spider Verse, but they're all in the same world. Like mm-hmm. it would, so you wouldn't get like Spider Pig or anything like that. I don't know, man. I think it, it's possible. It would be smart of them to go ahead and do yeah. the multiverse thing. Yeah, you just because you could get Pig. Like right. there are going to be people that. <clears throat> that are hoping to see those specific things. That's fair. It's a fair point. And, uh, I, like I think, like, like I think you can work most of the spider characters in there. True with, enough. Without the multiverse. from like different like, areas of the earth, or right? Whatever. Yeah, of course, yeah. Like I, I guess, like, but I really would like to see a Spider-Man Noir. That would be cool. Yes. Like uh, I want, I want yeah. uh, uh, Spider Punk. Yeah, Spider Punk. Spider Punk yeah, was punk one rock. of my favorite versions. His yeah. story was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So that that would be cool to see. I'd like to see that. You know, just just different takes on it I'd, Scarlet Spider would be cool to be in there because he's like a, cl- a classic he's one of the first mm-hmm. alternate Spider-Men so but that trailer looks really dope it's, it doesn't look like anything else I suggest anyone go see it and it's gonna come out a year from now Christmas of 2018 which is that, a long wait yeah but I, I think it's gonna be worth it yeah I think so too especially since years like they go by like nobody's business at this age mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand how it happens but yeah it, it wait till you have way. kids oh I'm sure I'm sure it's ridiculous um no one more bit of news here actually that I have to talk about that is even bigger and betterer that I would have to say uh, a lot of news so uh, Netflix DreamWorks partners for six more animated shows in 2018. That's uh, right. I that's, forgot about that. That is crazy. Six more shows. Uh, those being Trolls, The Beat Goes On. Uh, well, oh, oh, okay. For, from the Trolls. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. from the Trolls franchise. Yeah, I'm good on that. Uh, yeah, I I honestly uh, don't hate that movie. I, I, I think do. It, I, I think it's fine. I, I, like, I'm I'm sure your daughter wears like, it to Honestly, to no she watched it once, and she was good on it until her friend came over just the other day <laughs> and was like, I love trolls. And now she's all about trolls. Now I just don't it. like animated movies. I'm, and I don't – let me 
rephrase that. I don't like any movies <laughs> that uh, are like a musical type, right? That sure. that incorporate like today's songs. Oh, right, right, there. right. Does, I, I just don't like that at, at all. F- fair point, because I just skip those sorts of it, and I just sort of like watch it as it is. I don't know if it's original it's, music yeah. or even if like they play like little jokes. That's fine, but when they fall out, right. like bust out the same things oh, yeah, over exactly. it. Um, the boss baby back in business. Don't care. No, nope. don't care about that. Didn't care about that movie. That movie sucked. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> Although she has a lot. Oh, it's bad. Um, Harvey Street Kids. I don't know what that is. Uh, I'm not going to read. I'm not going to huh. read the synopsis of that. Uh, the Epic Tales of Captain Underpants. A pretty popular okay. uh, movie at that time uh, for the time. I liked the. I liked how I didn't see it, but I liked how it looked. The animation. It, it looked yeah. different. Like the models looked a little bit looked different. Eric Groovy like, liked it. Yeah, he seemed to enjoy it very much. Yeah, uh, people who watched who read the comics liked it a lot too. Uh, Tro- and Troll Hunters Part Three. Uh, three Below is what it's called. So they're classifying it as a separate show for some reason. Well, but, well, okay, but so it, it's but it, like the third season? Uh, yes, because... But it's a se- so they're just classifying it? Yeah, just classifying as like... Okay. Th- oh, no, I'm sorry. It's Trollhunters Part 3 and 3 Below, two, second one, two separate ones maybe. Uh, 3 Below is the second series in previous announced Tales of Arcadia. Oh, okay. It's a spinoff series. That's cool. Huh. Uh, from Tales of Arcadia Trilogy, so it'll be set in the same universe, but it's a spinoff. Huh. That's I'm down. Rad. I'm down with that. That world is uh, that. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities for expansion on that story. Yeah, that history. Yeah, yeah. Of, like the uh, the troll hunter and that's, everything. So I'm down with that. That's interesting. I will I will read through this and I will clarify anything that I don't know. I don't feel like making people sit here and read this. Uh, but a uh, big one. Uh, this is the big one for me. For me and my friends, uh, Shira is oh, getting yeah. a remake, and I am super insanely stoked about this. Uh, I. I hope it's everything that I want it to be, um, because none of these are done by Studio Mir, mm-hmm. uh, who do Voltron and Korra. Uh, I'm hoping this is the other series that Studio, because Studio Mir was tapped to do four separate series uh, for Netflix right. a while back. They mentioned this. One was Voltron, which was kept completely secret. Uh, one was Lego Elves, which is the one that's currently out there right now, which is this weird little show that doesn't look like Legos at all, huh. but it's based off of their toy property, Lego elves, which oh, okay. is like, but, uh, but it's done by the animation done by studio mirror. It's actually very nice to look at. It's just very like kitty, very like very, it's not like Voltron. It's not super. I got like, you. Yeah. So it, it's more directed towards elementary schoolers. Definitely. But the animation's gorgeous because it's studio mirror. So I'm hoping that this is one of the four. <laughs> if, if studio mirror is doing the Shira remake, I'm going to just blow a gasket. <laughs> it's just going to – I'm going to blow up. It's, but they haven't said uh, – the producer and showrunner is Noel Stevenson from yeah. Lumberjanes. Oh, okay. Uh, the writer of Rum- Lumberjanes from Image Comics. No, yeah. Boom. Image. Uh, boom. 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 Boom You're Comics, right, boom. yeah. From Boom Comics. Uh, had a crossover with Gotham Academy uh, a while back. So, uh, But, yeah, she worked on Wander Over Yonder, and now she's uh, got her own show that she's running. So That's something I still haven't good. watched yeah. Wander Over Yonder. Wander's cool, man. Wander's pretty fun. So uh, it's t- take him before it's time. I'll say that, but uh, definitely deserved another season. But there we go. That's it for the news. 20 minutes later. Good Lord. Good news, man. Yeah, it is good stuff out there, though. But we're finally on to our topic. No, wait. We're on to our ad break of the day. So sit by, listen to this ad break about this shop and or podcast. 
Hey guys, it's your resident cartoon junkie, Brandon Jones, here to tell you that the Animation Destination Podcast could not be possible without the generous sponsorship of the Destination Comic Book Store. Sporting a wide variety of Funko Pops, statues, toys, games, and other collectibles, the Destination is your one-stop shop for all things pop culture. If you're ever in the Kentuckiana area, stop by the Destination at 5031 Shelbyville Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40207, in the Best Buy Shopping Center behind D's Crafts. I've personally been shopping at the Destination for about three years now, and uh, it's the only comic shop that I really go to anymore. It's uh, got great lighting, great staff, it's very friendly. Um, you know, you've met the staff, pretty much the entire staff on this podcast at some point. But it's definitely the shop to go to if you're ever in the Louisville area. So once again, check them out at 5031 Shelbyville Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40207, just behind these Crafts in the Best Buy Shopping Center. And thank you again to the Destination crew for sponsoring the Animation Destination Podcast. And we're back from that ad break. Uh, what an ad break it was. So uh, good. So good, that one. Go to that uh, store, listen okay. to that podcast. Do those things. Do the thing that it said. But now we are on to our topic of the day, which is Coco. Coco. Oh, from Coco. Disney, Pixar's Coco. Um, it's legit one of my favorite Pixar movies now. Top three. It's up. It's pretty. It's pretty up there. I. I. I it's. It might have topped my crack. It might have cracked my top five. Oh and man. It's hard to top. It's hard to crack my top five, but it might have. Like it. It is serious. Okay, so we're going to non-spoilers. We're okay. just going to talk we'll about start our non. Yeah, our general feelings about it. General takes on the characters, stuff like that. Um, and on the uh, on stuff that happens, but uh, then we'll get into spoilers after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this this movie, I think, is one of the best uh, experiences of therefore writing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, therefore, writing is a term uh, not coined but used by Trey Parker from South Park a lot. Uh, when you can turn your ands into therefores, you have a sharper script. So when you say like, and then this happens, and then this happens. Therefore, this happens, and therefore, this happens. When you can fit your ands, therefores into where there's an and, uh-huh. it leads the it leads the person much better. Huh. And I think everything in this script is a therefore moment. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's so because like he therefore does this, he therefore takes the guitar, he therefore ends up here, right? He therefore, therefore that happens, and it loops back around to itself in oh, a lot of cases. So good. It's just like it's one of the smarter scripts i think i've seen and i it might have been because it it did lead me into a certain uh expectation and then mm-hmm. switch it on me mm-hmm. and it did so successfully and it did so successfully with everybody i was around in the theater yeah like it, it wasn't a packed theater because it's like the third week it's been out uh but it was pretty it, it had a decent amount of people there and the people around me we all just sort of like were gasping at like the cer- the same time, yeah. like like because it swerves you this 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 movie. It's kind of amazing the way it does it, but we won't get into how or why. But um, uh, the basic plot um, uh, is Miguel. Why am I? I can't remember his name. Uh, 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 I, is it Miguel? I think it's Miguel. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's definitely Miguel. Yeah. So, so he's in. So uh, the Rivera family uh, are shoemakers. Or, yeah, Miguel. Miguel. Yeah, Miguel Rivera. Per, yeah. Miguel and Rivera. Um, they are uh, shoemakers, mm-hmm. uh, and they've shunned 
they've uh, they, they they've shunned music basically. But but uh, Miguel wants to be uh, a musician. It's it's all sort of basic fare in in a lot of fairy tales. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, it's that whole. You, they, well, they, even when the movie starts, they kind of set up the fairy tale of this yeah. family, like how they became shoemakers. Exactly. You have like a like because the, the legacy is very important. The the mm-hmm. family legacy is very important yes. because of where he ends up, obviously, uh, which I thought was very cool because you had this this matriarch of the family that uh, whose husband left them to go pursue a career in music and left her, uh, him and her daughter, her and her daughter, and uh, she basically had to you know pull her you know pull yeah. her pants up and start making take care a, of the family take care yourself. of the fa- yeah exactly start making a living so she learned to make shoes so she could provide a living for her daughter and then her daughter learned to make shoes and everybody learned to make shoes and that's how uh, it all gets sort of passed down to to each member of the family but Miguel Miguel wants to uh, be a musician which is uh, condemned. No, condemned. It's no, no. It's sadism. It's 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 improper. Not in this family. Not in this family. Is like, and they do it very very like uh, comically over the top. I would mm-hmm. say yeah. like like they're very like they're very mistrustful of of mariachis. Yeah, <laughs> that, I was like, like what? that's really but... funny. Like well, because they play it at such a cartoonish end of like you know it's like you know she's like hitting him with a shoe uh-huh. and stuff. It, it it comes off better, but like you know like. Uh, it does feel very like not cliched, but very. We've seen this tempo before, sure. Uh, in in stories of like families not understanding what the the outsider child wants to do, you know, it's like. But it's literally everyone in the family, like like, is just like, oh yeah, we're shoemakers. That's just what we are. Yeah, it's like it's like wow, musician, ridiculous. You'll you'll forget what your family is. Like, like it's like no no one's spoken. In a, which there are matriarchal figures in certain families mm-hmm. that like will sort of, just sort of like castigate the the family pride in a certain sure, manner yeah, right uh so i'm not saying this sort of thing doesn't exist of course it does um but it's just it's just sort of the, one of those things like no one else is like uh maybe the kid should be able to pursue music you yeah know, like, like let him play the guitar it's not no guarantee that he's gonna forget his family and leave well, you know? that, that like, was like yeah. another thing of the original matriarch too is like once yeah. the musician left she would banned music right yeah you know? and it's banned. even like like somebody tapping on the right on the bench or something like yeah. no yeah. no no music no music yeah, that's that's the over the topness. Yeah, it, it came yeah. to. Yeah, exactly. Which you know, it's it's fine. It's it's a fairy tale sort of thing. So you just sort of forgive those sorts of you know, like I right, yeah yeah eccentricities yeah stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, as as it goes along, it's it's Day of the Dead, uh, Dia de los Muertos, uh, where everybody's gonna you know celebrate and and I love the fact they took the actual culture of like because that is the cult. You know, you put your uh, you put your family members on the mantle. Mm-hmm. And you know you uh, like a gift for, for them, or like well, gifts for them, and also yeah. like something that you kind of remember. Remember them, them yeah. It, it, it sort of helps them come to like the, the whole like the whole like lore is that it helps them come and visit you on the Day of the Dead, and that's the literal take of it. On this, you can they literally do cross over a bridge to right. come on 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 Day of the Dead, which is uh, I, I like that a lot because it's it's just that whole thing of like you know like in. Wreck It Ralph, where it's like, oh, the video games, and it's like this airport yeah. thing where they have to like check into their game and stuff like that. It's uh, it's, it, it's that it's that literal thing, or Inside Out too. Inside Out did the same stuff. Oh uh, yeah, they did. You know, yep. Yeah, the, the 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 train of thought and stuff like that. It's like it's a literal train. Get it? <laughs> Personifications like Pixar does that very well. I think uh, Disney and Pixar both do it very well. Um, so Miguel. Uh, on this day, uh, wants to perform uh, on Day of the Dead, uh, but his grandmother figures out. Great grandmother, 
grandmother. It's his grandmother. It's his grandmother. His grandmother. His great grandmother's Coco. Yep. Which is interesting. Oh. See, that was interesting that his great grandmother was named after the movie. Yeah. I'm that, like, the huh. moment because they na- they say right off right off the bat very early right off the bat like, they name it like, like oh uh, Granny Coco Granny whatever. Coco I was like, yeah what yeah I was it's very weird and like that's what's so brilliant is like I thought about that it's like oh the grandmother's named Coco so th- it must be centering a lot around her then. And then we don't really cut back to her, and I never thought about it nope, again. Because you follow, which Mag- is, you follow Miguel's adventures. Yeah, so it's just like it was really brilliant. So when the yeah, it, it was really so you never really think about it again. But her great grandmother Coco, and then her grandmother, uh, her grandmother basically smashes the guitar that he has. Mm-hmm. He uh, made himself that, basically. Yeah, so uh, so he doesn't have a guitar to use. So he kind of runs away from his family at that point. And he goes to steal uh, De La Cruz's uh, guitar. De La Cruz being the greatest guitarist from that town, the, basically. Yeah, the, right. the, the, in the, all the world. He's in, been in, all in movies. He's like, been in he's, movies. He's a huge idol of Miguel's. Yes, he's a huge idol. Uh, and he's going to be... Uh, what's his name? Ed, Edcardo? Edcardo? I forget what his first name is. But De La Cruz. Um, yeah, please look that up for me. Uh, but De La Ernesto. Cruz. Ernesto De La yeah. Cruz. Ernesto De La Cruz is a big thing. Uh, it's his big... You know, but he has... He has his guitar in the town center, like just at his at, at his, his grave. His grave, yeah. So it's like where his tomb is, and his big silver, awesome looking guitar, like a big uh, mausoleum. Like yeah, you can't even get in there. Like Miguel has to break in. To yeah, get to, uh, he, the yeah. guitar. So he just needs to borrow it. Uh, but that turns up, he steals from the dead on, on the day. On the, the day, day you're supposed to give, give. To the dead. So you are cursed. He is. He's then cursed by uh, by uh, the day of the dead uh, and sent to the. Uh, land of the the land of the dead, the the under realm or wh- whatever that would be. So he starts seeing skeletons. I I really liked the uh, you know the, not to spoil stuff, but you know it's like I loved the look of uh, the, the city, the city, and like the well, quick, world. Quick side note, like at the very beginning of the movie, they yeah. have like the three people, yeah, that the, the three help, children, yeah, the three runners, yeah, yeah, the that help make the movie, and they discuss that particular scene. It's in yeah. the trailers, so it's no spoiler. But right, yeah. when Miguel kind of like right, turns around, looks up, and is in awe of this giant yeah. city. They said there's like 84 million lights. <laughs> yeah, right. In yeah. this like just this thing they created. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's super cool looking. Uh, just these stacks of like pueblos, like all sort of like winding and twisting mm-hmm. around. Yeah, and the whole city is insane. <sighs> Super cool. I like the rose petal bridge and everything. Yeah, that was... I really, really like that. That was really yeah. pretty. Something that um, Pixar is like really kind of... is unique to some of their movies, I guess. Is yeah. like So like Inside Out was like yeah. the... Uh, the, they were kind of fuzzy. The characters yeah, were like that special fu- kind of fuzzy they animation. Looked like a, yeah, they looked like an apparition, like a thought. Right. Like, yeah, and now, like and now, like this, uh, this bridge made of the the rose petals. Yeah. Uh, or not? Was it roses? Yeah. Whatever it was, it was like some orange petal sort of uh, thing. Yeah. So, it was yeah. just done gorgeous, and of course, like they're running through it, and like petals are flying around. It just yeah. looks so well done. Yeah. And then they play on that with like the Day of the Dead because the family is like sprinkle these petals out on the yeah. ground so that uh it guides people it guides them back to our yeah. our house yeah yeah and i think that's really cool and it's like sort of like a little travel terminal to where it's like if you have your picture up you get to go and yes. it's like, but yeah. if you don't have your picture up you mm-hmm. can't go and i think that's really cool uh yeah man like uh, uh miguel comes off as a very real protagonist um mm-hmm. he's not like he's not like super altruistic uh, by any stretch, he's uh, he even you know like he wants to become a musician and kind of like kind of 
Yeah, he's he's understandably upset at his family because right. they literally she literally breaks his guitar and everybody's like, ah, you'll be fine with that guitar. Yeah, have a shoe. It's like you just destroyed my property. <laughs> like, it's like like we're gonna like, teach you how to make shoes. It'll be okay. Yeah, and so he runs away from his family. Uh, he, he's very he's very like uh, antagonistic towards his family during this point, mm-hmm. understandably so. Right. Uh, and but he even takes it into a point of like I have to be a musician. So he you know takes his shot. He goes and he steals a guitar. So there's that little bit of uh you know that little bit of um uh, redemption part of the whole story because you always have to have a redemption mistake is made redemption has to be made mm-hmm. from it uh i it so the basis is he goes into the day of the dead and then he has to get forgiveness from his family in order to cross back over uh which turns out to be br- uh, man I, again i don't want to spoil too much of this so i just want to get into miguel as a character let's sure, say. sure, let, sure let, let's sure. talk about miguel as a character i he comes off as believable through this whole thing a- at no point is he completely altruistic or right. like overly like oh he's the best young boy he's not a billy batson yeah he's just like a normal dude <laughs> he's a normal like he kid. knows that he makes mistakes he knows that like yeah He's selfish at times. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's, he's wanting to do – he's very selfish at times. Well, and even when we meet the uh, character Hector yes. and, and mm-hmm. Miguel and Hector begin to interact, like neither one yeah. of them are willing to do anything for yeah. each other or Just anyone. Just for free. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. what are you going to do for me? Yeah, exactly. Help like, hey, you out. quid pro quo. Exactly. It's not really yeah, – that. It's, it's sort of a thing. So, uh, which I like because like Miguel's kind of in a distrustful mood at that moment because right. – he's, he's in the land it, of the dead. Right. He's, mm-hmm. he's in the land of the dead. He, uh, you know, he doesn't distrust – he doesn't really trust his living family family because mm-hmm. they destroy his guitar and his dead family who he meets uh is placing conditions on him and it's like and that sort of is putting him in this mode is, of it, like is, being, is it a spoiler to reveal the kind of like how the conditions and all that works um may, uh, maybe you want to short, save that yeah maybe save it for the okay yeah i think maybe That's save fine. it for it, it's definitely not a big spoiler right uh, like because yeah. it's really yeah. yeah it's not a big spoiler it's like it's it's it is the it, it well it creates the conflict of the story, right? Exactly. So you know, yeah. like we'll talk about it in a minute, right? And, and which is what's great because like the conflict of the story seems to it doesn't ever change, mm-hmm. but it evolves as everything mm-hmm. goes along, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I love. It again, it's the therefore type of plotting. Yeah. It's not just like and then this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens, which works. But if this happens because of the last thing, and because of that, and because of that thing from the beginning, it's just like that's a sharper, like smarter story. story. Right, yeah. It's so cool. Um, I loved uh, the alabrejas, the spirit animals. Oh yes, I thought that was super cool. Very cool, and like yeah. the, the being that the it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I was just kind of like really. Yeah, <laughs> right. The matriarch. Yeah, has the biggest. <laughs> yes, most ba. It's awesome. Yeah, like <laughs> this jack. Yeah, yeah, this jaguar eagle dragon. It's just that like, thing is insane. It's so cool. Looking. But like they, well, I love how they introduce so many, and not just yeah. in like and like oh, it's floating in the background, but like right. utilize them. Yes, because like yeah. the monkey, the monkey. On I the, really on the like the monkey thing. one. Yeah, on the the the. I I think that's a real Mexican celebrity. Yeah, that chick that they that that has the the unibrow. Mm-hmm. I think it is because there are other real Mexican celebrities sprinkled throughout this whole thing, which I thought was very cool. Yeah. Um, what was, do we remember her name? I forget what her name was. It was like Lolita or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was, but yes, yeah, so he had this unibrow uh, performer lady, and she had like a monkey alabreja and. 
Uh, she was pretty fun. Yeah, uh, she's very very briefly in the in the in the movie, but uh, she she was pretty pretty enjoyable. Um, I liked I liked her a lot. But they had El Santo in this, and that was a big one for me. So El Santo, uh, I don't know if you remember, it was when they were at the gate at De La Cruz's party. Mm-hmm. Uh, El Santo, this luchador in a silver okay. mask, yep, I remember, and the silver cape. That is literally the Hulk Hogan of Mexico. Oh yeah, through the through the seventies, eighties, and even nineties, he was like the biggest luchador of all time. He was in movies and like just all these. Like, That's awesome. Yeah, he, so he's like he's literally like the big like one of the biggest stars in Mexican history. Uh-huh. And they literally just put him in the movie, and I thought that was great. Like as soon as he showed up, I was like, oh, that guy looks like El Santo. I'm like oh, El Santo, welcome. I was like, oh, it is El Santo. That's awesome. <laughs> That's dope. It's like literally put El Santo. So That's why I think. I think the lady with the unibrow is probably somebody for real mm-hmm. or something of that degree. So uh, Hector was really cool. I, I he developed really interestingly. Yeah, uh, I liked Hector a lot. I didn't start out liking him. Yeah, really. But, well, he just. I thought there was. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just thought there was a. He was a little more um, crafty or evil. Yeah. Maybe, he he kind of had like a sneakiness about him, yes. which is which is brilliant the yeah. way they did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they, they kind of kept him a little bit more human, but yeah, he they, they kept antagonizing him as the movie went along, yeah. which sort of like kind of made you feel like he's going to end up like trying to screw over Miguel and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Very very interesting. You're not. That's what's really good about this. You're not really sure what's going to come of all this because his family, though, seems to want the best for him, is sort of trying to guide him into their way of thinking. Exactly. So they're sort of antagonists through this movie. Uh, Hector is sort of scamming him in a way, so he's sort of an antagonist. And all the while, he's trying to like – like the him versus the situation is sort of an antagonist, you know. And mm-hmm. it's just like – it's sort of like – it just keeps changing and developing as the story goes along, which I love. Um, De La Cruz uh, is – I don't know if he's marbled on anybody else. Like I feel like he's like – I feel like he's chiseled out of some celebrity – like some sure. Mexican celebrity mm-hmm. uh, because he has those types of movies that sort of like – uh, you see the parody in King of the Hill a lot. The right. uh, the uh, the uh, Daya, Vaya con Dios, like that guy, like from like the uh, the TV show. It, it's just like that that sort of like movie star from Mexico kind of thing. That um, uh, what's his name, Ricardo Montalban, like that sort of deal. So uh, I, I don't know if he's like taken from anything else. Uh, I liked his design a lot. I, I did too. Where he had the big jaw, the big manly jaw. Mm-hmm. So and the idea that uh, you know, it's like man, because they, they they guide you. So like 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 this movie's so good at like giving you breadcrumbs to follow like through the whole thing. Yep. And you don't realize it through the whole thing either. It's more like it's more yeah. like the the wicked witch drawing you in with candy. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is. Here's it's, some candy. You're like, I love candy. Right. It's well, here's some more candy. Well, I will follow you to your house full of candy. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll follow to your gingerbread house. This Although with like a better ending. <laughs> right. Yeah. With a much better ending. Yeah. But it really is. It's it's very deceptive the way. But it's it's like it's not lying to you. Yeah. It's giving you everything you need. Mm-hmm. It's just directing you in a way to where you'll not see it coming. Um, Dante is great. Uh, I love Dante. Yep. Big derpy dog. Uh, I just a happy derpy dog, and I love him. Uh, he, his tongue just like <laughs> slops over on his head sometimes. I know. Each time I just look at it like, ugh. I just, I, it's so funny how they made like a diseased looking hairless dog. mangy mongrel look adorable. Like and it's like, and they did that by giving him kind of the uh, like he kind of looks like Fred from uh, Finding Dory, the seal. Yeah, he kind of has those eyes. Yeah, like those yeah, same he does. Eyes. Yep. He's 
just a lovable, loyal, yep. you know, friend. Yep, and he's awesome, and he's great, and he somehow follows uh, Miguel into the day of the de- into the world of the dead. Oh. Somehow, wink. <laughs> like, I thought it was because uh, he like, ate the uh, he ate yeah. the food that was given for the dead. That's oh, nice. Okay, see, I didn't realize that. See, I I thought it was just sort of like he was connected to, it, or that dogs could just sort of see it. Yeah, because like they could like he, it seemed like he could like see the other like you know. Uh, uh, skeletons or whatever. True, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, but, that is true. Just right. When they but, were... but when he got on, like, so I, that's that's just what I thought. Like, oh, animals can sense them. But then when he got under the to the flower bridge, I was kind of like, so what's the dog doing in the real world right now? Mm-hmm. Like, if he's like on, if he's in the other world, like jumping over this, what's what do people do? They see a floating dog? Like, I don't really. Like, true. Yeah. So, like, I don't really get that. And then it's explained later, which is great. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's about time for spoilers. I think. Are we uh, getting there? I, th- I think it's about time. Okay, I think, yeah, I, think this, just, uh, I can't really following talk. Following your lead, man. Yeah, I, I don't think I can talk about it much more, like even the characters as much, because like most of the characters within Miguel and one character that we have to spoil. So, right. uh, so let's get into it. From here on, there will be spoilers. I urge you to either skip, watch the movie first. Wa- yeah, watch the movie first, or even don't even skip ahead, because I'm probably going to end it afterwards. Just stop the podcast right here if you don't want any spoilers, because honestly, I didn't think this movie would be as surprising as it was, yes. and it was. It's worth um, it. The trailers do not do this thing justice. No, they don't. Because they can't. Like, they, yes. they when can't When you spoil- said that earlier, yeah. like, uh, you laid it out perfectly. Yeah. The trailers <laughs> cannot prepare you yeah. for... The amazingness that we're about to discuss. Yeah, so there we go. Stop the podcast here. Go see it if you don't want spoilers. Here we go. Spoilers. Three, two, one. De La Cruz is a freaking murderer. Oh, <laughs> he's a bad dude. He's a bad man. And every trailer portrays him because he even says, you mm-hmm. have to take your... Like, it's like this really inspirational speech that he's giving Miguel. Yep. And it's like, no, he's the villain of the story. And that not only that, they lead you to that end of it. They lead mm-hmm. like they lead Miguel through this whole thing, and they're leading these little breadcrumbs of like he finds this photo of like who he thinks his father is, but the head's cut off. Sure. So he thinks that it's De La Cruz because he has De La Cruz's uh, guitar in the picture, and yep. so the audience automatically thinks, "Oh, the great grandfather is De La Cruz." Right. Everybody thinks that. I don't think there's one person in the thing that's like, "Oh, obviously." In fact, there were some guys next to me who like sarcastically went, oh, when he opened the thing and showed De La Cruz's guitar." Sure. Like sarcastic like like, "Oh my god, it's great." Cuz everybody knows right. the great grandfather is De La Cruz. But it's not. <laughs> it's so good. Oh. But not only is it not so they lead you to that, they lead you to him and you realize that he only got famous and that's what's so good. They plant these little things. You learn that Hector died of food poisoning, mm-hmm. like early on in the story, and it's yep. a big comical joke. Ha ha! He died of food poisoning from a chorizo. Like ha ha ha! Turns out it wasn't food poisoning. It was just poison. poison. <laughs> it was literal poison that was given to him by his partner who stole all of his songs, which is De La Cruz. All right, let's all right. So, let's, <laughs> let's start at the beginning. Sure. Uh, and we'll sum it up very quickly. But yeah. Like Brandon said, there's yeah. you've got to set up the photos of your mm-hmm. family on Day of the Dead. Yeah. And the dog knocks down the picture, yeah. and that's where Miguel finds, like, yeah. the, the picture actually opens up further, and there's right. a guitar. Guitar. The guitar of De La Cruz. Right. 
He, and then stealing the guitar sends him to yeah. the land of the dead, which leads it, which leads him to saying like, "It's not stealing; it's my family's." Exactly. So he th- so he kind of has this like this boyish like kind of a, yeah, like more like it's yeah. an inheritance, Justi- yeah, yeah. Ju- justification for stealing. And so. that's where he meets all his dead relatives, mm-hmm. and th- so this is where the kind of the conflict comes in. Yes. So there's the conditions. Yeah. So. For him to return to the land of the living, because if he stays yeah. in the land of the dead for too long, yeah. or for, for the entirety of, of, of Dia de los Muertos, yeah. he will turn into a skeleton himself. Yes. And be stuck there forever. Right. Um, now, one of the conditions of the day of the dead, or the land of the dead, is yeah. that, uh, well, two conditions that we really know of. One, if your yeah. family does not put up your photo, yeah. or if someone does not put up your photo and remember you on the day of the dead, right. it doesn't have to be your family, right? Um, then you cannot cross into the land of the living yes. and see yeah. whoever would remember you. Yes, and if anyone doesn't remember you on uh, day of the dead, mm. or, 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 if d- any, or once the ever. last person the, yeah. that dies... Uh, for uh, the last person that remembers you dies, so yes. therefore you are no one remembers you. Yeah. You die in the land of in the, the land dead. of the dead. You just fade Kinda away. Like, yeah, fade away into Wh- sparkle dust. Yeah, into like sparkle dust, uh, which is which is really interesting because they even they even like sum it up. It's like, well, if I go back, I'll remember you, and it's like doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. It has to be somebody who knows the stories of these people of, of stories that have been passed down by people who knew the person. Right, like, that's the only way it can happen. So the only way, which is very very uh, adamant in in Mexican culture of like passing down family lineage and sure, like that right. which I loved so like they literally took like that that sort of lineage it's kind of like with Moana that whole like the the, the way that they were explorers mm-hmm. and everything and they incorporated into the story which was really cool um that idea of of just your family has to pass down your legacy for you to always be remembered that helps you in the in the land of the dead right. to stay alive to stay you know relevant uh, I thought that was great so Hector uh, whose photo he has his photo uh, is not being put up, and right? So he's trying to always get pat, you know, get trying. To, he wants to get into the land of the living to see his daughter. Yes, he wants to see his daughter, who he does not name, uh, <laughs> like which is brilliant because yeah, you never right. think he about just, it twice. He wants to see his daughter. He wants to see his daughter. He wants to see his daughter, and so and t- so he said sa- he says to Miguel. Uh, like I can help you get to De La Cruz. Well, okay, so he, so he, he gets to his, his family. Fam- uh, the, so the problem is that the the picture of the the picture that Miguel took of yeah. who, who, uh, De La Cruz with the guitar, but the right. the head is ripped off. Right. Uh, also, is the is the picture of his like great great grandmother, yes. the matriarch that we talked about. Yes. So she cannot get into the land of the living to see right. her family. That's right. Yeah. So she there's yeah. like a customs like building. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Your devil box. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's That's like great. flipping out about yeah. it. Like yeah. I, I, my family always puts my picture up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and they find out Miguel's there. He has the right. picture. That's why she can't go. Right. And this is where it creates the conflict. Yes. They. It's a blossom. It's a blossom. A pattern. blossom. It's a blossom. Uh, yeah. So. For him to return to the land of the living, they have to give a blossom petal to him yes. from one, uh, well, any of his dead family. Any of his dead family. And they just have to bless him. Bless him. I give and you my blessing. She, and her her blessing him. is that he goes back, puts her picture up, blah, 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 and that he no longer plays music. Music. That's the and one And he condition. cannot accept that. Yeah. Uh, which I love because he literally takes the thing, he takes the petal, immediately goes to the land of the living, steals the guitar again, yep. and immediately, like, gets, and immediately gets put back in, which I loved. because it like was The just, whole family was like right. turned around and yeah. walking out of the room. 
<laughs> it was such a good scene because it was just like, oh, that's brilliant. Because it, it sort of it solidified the idea in Miguel's mind that right. like like that, or it solidified the idea that he can't cheat it, that he literally cannot take up music again or else he will be recursed. Yep. So yep. that that it's like to me it was just kind of like, well, dude, just say you'll give up music and just do it anyway. Anybody would think that. So immediately it like dispels that no if he takes up music he's immediately cursed, cursed again and sent back so it's just like oh it's so good uh so like immediate it's, it's just immediate affirmation of the conflict mm-hmm. and i love that yep uh, and that's where they create the scapegoat and right or not scapegoat but like the loophole in the situation yeah is that uh de la cruz yes. is his family it's his family and all, so all he needs is a blessing from de la cruz he can go back to land of living and still mm-hmm. play music yeah and he takes off from, from his skeleton yeah. family where he bumps into hector where he bumps into hector who uh says that he knows de la cruz he says like i know de la cruz uh, we used to play all the time you kind of get the vibe that he's like conning him yeah, whatever. conning him like sure yeah, uh, yeah i know sure, sure yeah i know which he actually does amazingly mm-hmm. uh but not he does he's not friends with him but he does he didn't he know, him. know him yeah yep. Uh, so, um, uh, so he basically says, I can get you into that party, blah, blah, blah. It all sort of culminates. But the idea is that he gets to De La Cruz and then he gets to go back and back and put up Hector's picture so, so that, that he can yeah, then so go. Hector can go see his and, daughter. And so go see his daughter. So that's the whole thing. Uh, what I did love about this was they had the moments and I was so, so there's a, there's always a moment in Disney movies, Pixar movies. It's not always. But in a lot of them, a lot of movies in general have this moment, comedies especially, where the lie is found out. The lie is found out. And it's this big, you lied about it. And it's always at the end of the second act. Mm -hmm. And it's always the same thing where everybody's just completely tortured at the fact that this person lied. And then the hero is in the down in the dumps. And everybody's sad. The lie is found out about midway through the second act. And both people are angry about it, and yep. I loved it. It yep. was just—it was completely. It wasn't the down in the dumps. It was—it was the best retort. I think it's like it, where Hector goes, "You lie." It's like it's like so because he he told them that my only family is De La Cruz when his other family is chasing him down with this yeah. giant alabrije Al- uh, is chasing him down, and he's like, "You said you didn't have any other family." It's like you just want to get to De La Cruz. It's like, look, if my other family finds me, I can't do music anymore, so I need this one. It's like, so you lied to me. It's like, oh, you're one to talk, right? Because he's a sc- he's a scam artist. You know, it's just like I loved that because it wasn't like like oh well, you lied. Well, good luck on your own. And then like it's a sad moment, mm-hmm. and then it gets it, it just it was immediately thrown off of just like hey they're both lying to each other. That's just what it was. See, leading so. up like because knowing Hector was the con man uh, yeah. type, and obviously he's going to be like the lovable con man, right? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, sure. So, so leading up to that moment of realization of lies between the two of them, yeah, the uh, they have like where you find out the rule about if somebody the, the last person that remembers you dies, right? You disappear. Fade, fade that's away. where they humanize Hector because he yes. plays a song for his friend, and yes. that's where I was like. I like this guy. He's a pretty good dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a really good scene. It yeah, was. Where he it plays was. the song for the friend that's, that's dying in the day of the dead, in mm-hmm. the land of the dead. Uh, but yeah, and then Hector starts to feel that too. He starts to feel the little tug of like people be forgetting him, like his, his daughter's forgetting. Yeah, basically, it, like makes yeah. him weak. Yeah, for, you know, like kind of. Yeah. Like, uh, See, <gasps> and, 
And that's what's so good is they keep sprinkling these clues at you the whole time mm-hmm. that you're not really thinking about. You're just thinking like, oh, so he has to get back to put up the mantle. You're not thinking there's a connection anywhere. And nope. that's what's so brilliant. So he ends up getting into De La Cruz's thing and De La Cruz. His party. Yeah, his party. And, De, and they, they portray De La Cruz as like this great guy who's like, you know, he's like he's, he loves all of his fans. He's very receptive of Miguel. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, oh, everybody, my grandson. My grandson. Look, I have a grandson. And he's like showing him around. and it's just, Introducing him to people. Yeah, it's just like he's this good guy. They're watching their movies and stuff like that. And it's just like, oh, wow, this, oh, this guy's going to be the good guy. And um, so he's about to give him his blessing, which I thought was brilliant because it never glowed. Even when he said, okay. "All right, so brilliant. that's where yeah. that's, that is where right, yeah. All right, so leading up to that, yeah, because all right, so he falls in the pool, yeah, and then uh, or, I'm sorry, Miguel falls in the pool playing yeah. the song for Dela Cruz, that, right? Like to solidify, like I'm your family, right? Dela Cruz is like, I have a grandson, and that's yeah. why I was like, how does he not know? <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah. mean, like, I mean, like, there's a possibility that, right. but, like, well, the thing is, like, because other people remember him, mm-hmm. that's, that's why true. he's yeah. never forgotten. So he's never, so exactly. he's never going to be forgotten. So he would just think, like, ah, my family's probably dead. Who knows? So I have a great great grandson. Oh, so, so Miguel asks him, like, I need your blessing so I can go back to the land of living. Blah blah blah. And he's like, Of course, right. I'll give it to you. And right. he grabs the blossom and he says. I give you my blessing, blah blah blah. And like, yeah. as soon as he started, and it didn't glow. I was like, I, I, I it all, it all fell into did place. Did it really? At that I, moment, I, it that, didn't. It didn't for me. I needed the next scene. It was so brilliant. So uh, at that it, point, well, I, go need, ahead. I go needed ahead. two more scenes actually before I realized what was going on. I just it didn't it just didn't click with me because Hector interrupts exactly. So, so he interrupts and he's like, you know, it's like, please take my picture, take my photo with me. That's all I want. Right. Yeah. I was like, just take my photo and let and let him know that that that. Uh, so that Coco, or no, he doesn't say Coco there, so that my daughter can remember me. Um, and, Spoiler. Yeah, right. And just, <laughs> but then he like sort of like gets, he starts talking to De La Cruz, like you you stole those that music that from, song me. from me. So that, that's and when you, that's get when me you, from my family. Yeah, that's when you learn that like, oh, De La Cruz, he, he, he stole the music. He's a bad dude. And then you learn that he literally poisoned him. Mm-hmm. He d- All because Hector wanted to return to his family, yes. his wife and his daughter. He, yeah, he wanted to return to his, his his wife, his daughter, and still it didn't click with me that that's what happened. I literally thought that, oh, man, De La Cruz, his great-grandfather, is a murderer. Holy crap, that's right. dark. Yep. I can't believe that. And then the next scene where they're both in the hole. Yep, so De La Cruz throws them into a, like a big yeah, pit. Right, yeah. Into a big like pit thing, like I don't know, cave like, looking, cave looking pit. pit. Uh, yeah, to keep him there because like he doesn't want to look. I have Basically, a, yeah. yeah so I have he- a reputation to maintain because so. Hector will Hector will die eventually from yeah. being forgotten, right. and uh, Miguel will be stuck in the land stuck of in the land of the dead, and he so can't sad. tell anybody that uh, that he murdered Hector for the songs. Right. So, uh, so you know, and then uh, Miguel or Miguel and Hector have another conversation, and it clicks for me at this one, and this is the first time is when he says, "I just wanted to see my daughter. I just wanted to see Coco." What? Yep. And it just was like, yep. oh my god, dude! Even now, so, goosebumps. I know, like, it was right just like, now, and legit, all those people that like fake gasped that we were like, oh, it's Dale Cruz. We were all like, oh, <laughs> like, it was. It just all hit that like Hector is his great great grandfather. Oh man, mm-hmm. I, it just didn't click with me at all. I was so impressed. Oh my god! That not only did they gauge it to this point to where like you thought his grandfather was a murderer that. 
he's not his grandfather at all and he was just misled because he stole his guitar and you never saw his face and they never went back to Coco and it just like they just sprinkled enough information for you to understand it right but not pick up on it and right. it was just so well done uh, and that's why this movie I think is just like top tier to me it's it's the most solid it's one of the more solid screenplays that I've heard in a long that I've seen in a long time it, so. it like because even it's one of those even like days later, I was thinking about that movie and yeah. just and just what that really implies yeah. them being related. Yeah, that 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 Hector is Coco's father because that means yeah. that a all he wanted to do was get back to Coco yeah. and and so that would yeah. fix like this whole music thing with the family right. anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. Uh, of course, Cruz uh, was the murderer. And yeah. then B. Uh, B. Oh, I lost it. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> oh, sorry. I lost it. Uh, no worries. It. No worries. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just like, but it really does. It's it sort of like they could have solved the the dilemma like earlier on. So. Sorry. Came yeah, back. Came back. B, yes. that, uh, that Coco, which as an older lady now is like right. a really old grandma. She's kind of has like, yeah, what is it, like Alzheimer's. Or Alzheimer's. She can't yeah, remember. She can't remember. She's not really things, speaking yeah. anything. So she's going yeah. to die thinking her father never returned to see her. Right. And with her dying being the last person to remember her father. Right. He will never see her and get yeah. to the land of the living. Yeah. And that's what's so sad about this movie. <laughs> it's so like it really tugs at the heartstrings. Oh my gosh. I didn't think this was going to tug at my heart because I thought I was going into this kind of knowing exactly what the story was going to be. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of the story that I expected. But the way they delivered it is just Beautiful. so so much more clever than I ever yep. imagined it to be. It it reminds me of Paranorman. Like Paranorman is very much like that type of movie of of what it's saying is has been said before. Right. But the way it presents it is so clever and so interesting. I still haven't spoiled Paranorman on this podcast. I never will. <laughs> uh, until it like becomes like like just it's the end of Paranorman is phenomenal and everybody should go see it uh, because it has a twist much like this one. Um, and the way it's presented, the way that's actually presented, and I, the one prediction that I had that I figured out before the end of it still didn't matter because I still cried like a child uh, when it happened, is when he lose in the final fight with De La Cruz, yeah. uh, which we also learned, which was great, uh, that the great-grandmother the, the, the great was a singer, mm-hmm. and she loved music too, and like, that was a whole thing. and like So that was cool. So, of course, like she gave him a blessing with no conditions and right. blah, blah, blah. But they lost Hector's uh, picture. picture, and that was really heartbreaking because he's like being forgotten like at that moment yeah. as they're like, like you have to go. You're going like, to be here forever. Mm-hmm. The sun is rising. You're going to... Yeah, Miguel has to go back. He has to go back there. now. So they literally like make him go back. He's like not wanting to go. Uh, but they make him go back, and he just realizes, like, I have to, I have to get, right. I have to get her to to remember. To rem- him. All right. So before we get to this part, yes, <laughs> I like because at this point I'm, as like I'm with my daughter. She's yeah. five. Right. I know she doesn't fully get some of the uh, intricate parts of this right. movie. How it really, you know, the big parts that are really playing in the background. Right. The implications. of Right. Things. So t- at that moment, right before they shove the. Blossom in Miguel's hand and send him back to the land of living, and right. Hector is like dis- starting to kind of disappear. Yeah, and uh, I-, I am realizing that this means that like Coco, <laughs> her Alzheimer's is-, is erasing all memories of her father. And right, this is the moment. That yeah, her last memories are disappearing. Right, yeah. I look over at my daughter, and I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I was standing strong. <laughs> I was standing strong. I was like. <laughs> Okay, I'm we're good. good. I look right. at my daughter. Yeah. She is rolling a tear. Yeah, yeah. She looks at me 
just grabs my arm and cuddles up. And I was like, I broke down. (laughs) Ugly crying, bro. It was, I was just like, this is so freaking good. Ugly crying. I was just like, I I was maintaining it uh, up until he started singing. So, because I figured it out. And that's the thing that gives me, because I already figured it out. When he lost the photos, like, he has the song. Mm -hmm. He has Remember Me. He's going to go back and he's going to sing to her and she's going to remember. I had it in my head. I knew what was going to happen. But good God, the way that he delivers this song and the way they animate her responding to this thing, this old woman responding to a song that she heard when she was a child. It's just the most heart twisting. I'm gonna cry thing. about it right now, bro. It's the oh most, my god! It's the most heart twisting thing I've ever experienced. It's just uh, in a good way. Mm-hmm. It's just like yeah. it's so yeah. well, it freaking brings her amazing. Back, like not yeah. just remembering her father, but like yeah. because because this, this, the whole moment is right. like very sad, like in a good way. Yeah, but so she starts. Because basically this Remember Me song, which is like one yeah. of Dela Cruz's big ones. Big, but his it was, big hit. It's the most popular song he ever had. But what it really was was a song between Hector and Coco as a yes. baby before. Or was it like a child? Because she was yeah. like four or five like four before or five he or left. Yeah. So they had a song together. They yeah. both knew the song. They would sing it at the same time right. every day mm-hmm. so that even if they're not together, they know right. the other one's singing. Yes. That's what it meant to her. Yes. And so when Miguel starts playing it and – a, she starts coming back is, yeah. with the song and singing it, yes. and remembering the father Hector, yes. which of course solidifies Solid- in, in the land of the dead. Yeah, which but they it, don't cut back to, which I like exactly. They cut back they to him later. A year they later, wait a year later. Like, they, oh, they never cut back to him again. Work. It was so good. I love the fact they didn't cut back to him like being like reformed. They just solidified it there, and then just went one year later, right. and he got to come back. I thought that was cool. But yeah, but, but yeah. in that moment. The yeah. grandmother right. is looking at Coco, her her mother, right. oh, man. and like and s- tears are rolling down her face because her mom is back. She she's can back. Talk to her she again. can talk to her and again. I, again. And I'll just, oh, well, I'll still yeah. From that, the that's last what got time, just, oh. yeah. That's what got me was that scene, just that whole scene of like music bringing her back. This thing that they had cursed from their family now bringing their you know their their grandmother back from the brink of ever uh, from. Uh, you know, from the abyss, you know, oh like, my uh, gosh. you know, and just like, it was so good. Cause then she started like, not only that, she just started saying like, Oh, he used to do like my parents used to love music and started telling the passing the stories yeah. along so that no one will ever forget. It was just like, it was like the most perfectly written thing. Even when I had already figured out what they were going to do, it still just stabbed me oh my in gosh. my, in my, uh, in my heart. And I was just like, Oh man, it's so good. I've like it, being emotionally invested in things is pretty easy for me when like there's beautiful animation afoot, right? Because uh, I I get emotionally invested in animation itself. Uh, when I see something beautifully animated or a you know something like to that degree, I tend to get more drawn into it. Uh, I man, like like just just the fact that like here's this like old I don't know, man. I, I can't I can't describe it. Cause like it's it, tough, dude. It, it, it was tugs at the heartstrings. It did, and it it hit me in like ways that like other Pixar movies don't really hit me. Like like I I think Finding Dory, Finding Nemo, I think they're fine movies. I have yeah. no problem with them. But it never got me like nope. a, an emotional. I, I smiled when Nemo was reunited with his dad and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I never cried at any point. I never it, there was it, never a point where I was yeah. Inside was like, Out is the only other Pixar movie <laughs> where I almost cried. I I did cry twice. At Inside Out. I almost cried, and I, I was like. No, yeah. I made it through. I'm good. And then <laughs> yeah, and like, Coco rolls around, and my daughter's <laughs> tear just 
drags it you, out of me. Yeah, you were handicapped by a daughter. Too, oh my gosh, you, you were she dragged grabbed my arm, dude. I was done. I was like, <laughs> oh, sweetie. <laughs> like people, in, people in the theater, are like looking back at you, like shut the fuck up. I don't even up. care. <laughs> I, don't even, I love this kid. Ah! I love this movie. Ah! <laughs> just crying like a horror. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. And then one year later, they cut to, and uh, they all get to come back, and because mm-hmm. uh, uh, and Miguel's playing cause the music. She, oh, that's the other thing. She opens up her her scrapbook, and she has the the ripped piece of the best of, of Hector. The, of Hector. Yeah, that's right. That was so good. And so, like, they got to put it up on the mantle, and it was all completed. And oh man, it was so cool. And they got back to get like uh, the mother and the father, like their uh, Hector and the the matriarch. matriarch they got back together in the mm-hmm. land of the dead it was like ah oh, it's so good it's all great you know like like the like the weakest point of the movie like the weakest point uh would probably be like the action sequence like that would be like it yeah. where they're like going after de la cruz that's like now the end of it where she's on stage i think is like brilliantly done yeah. where like the guys are like creeping up on her, but they don't want to like make a scene mm-hmm. like that part's hilarious right. uh like the little fight scene like underneath like in the in the backstage just kind of like all right this is for the for the kids for yeah the, that yeah it's, 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 there was one part of that i was just like what because there's the two brothers <laughs> yeah the yeah twins, the, the right? twins yeah so the one of the twins snaps the skeleton arms off of the other twin right. and uses them as, like, weapons. Nunchucks, yeah. But then the the twin whose arms are now off of him yeah. fights better with nubs. Without the, yeah, with so just the nubs. So he just starts, yeah. like, beating everybody's... Right. You figure they would just, like, tear one arm off each other, and then they start yeah, using... Right, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's whatever. I don't yeah, know. No, it, it, it was, like, the weakest part. It was it was basically just some fun visual exactly. like, skeleton Exactly. We don't gags. say weak in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, It was exactly. just like that. That was... The rest of the movie's so strong, it's hard it's to like nit- this. Okay, here's the... I'm nitpicking. Obligatory... Right, exactly. Like, the one nitpick I'll take is, like, it's a little cartoonish how much they abolish music and how, like, nobody's like, yeah, maybe you should learn to play the guitar. Like, right. who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a little bit cartoonish, but the way they, like, they sort of turn up to 11, it's sort of acceptable, and it's, they sort of introduce it in a fairy tale way. But that's, like, the weakest part about it. And, right. again, these are nitpicks. There is nothing that I would say that is really no. negative about this movie, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. I think it's just solid. Like, yeah. I think this movie, the music is great. I think all the songs are very... Uh, it's just it's re- they're really fun. Um, they're in, they're indicative of their of the genre and the the culture that mm-hmm, they're from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the visuals of uh, uh, Dea, Dea, of the Land of the Dead and uh, the Deus Muertos. Uh, like even what another like just visual thing that I loved about every single one of the characters is they made them all up like the kind of like what are they, just like the, the design the, sh- the sugar skulls. the sugar skulls yeah yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. each of them. Each skeleton had even some, even those like basic designs on yeah, some of them, right? Because they created a ton of people. exactly, yeah, yeah. But like, well, for example, like the uh, the wrestler, the, the yeah, the, uh, uh, Santo, uh, yeah, yeah, Santo, Santo yeah. like he his skull, all their skulls, all their skeletons are all marked, yeah, very beautifully, yeah. And yeah. I love that. And what was also cool is if if you were f- being forgotten, the color was faded, yeah. Like the guy who was fading away, That's like true. his yeah. col- like the color on all of his sugar was like faded off, and mm-hmm. it was just sort of like just sort of like little bits of yellow here and there but he wasn't and Hector was that way too like he had like sort of like very dim like parts of it whereas Miguel's family who were remembered every year like they have like perfect you know like uh you know I, I remember one more twist that we didn't really talk about Oh we about. didn't talk about one okay what was it The uh the dog 
Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, uh, uh, Dante, which which yep, Dante. which made sense. I, I thought about it because they even mention it, and then they just sort of shrug it off again, which was great. Uh, I was like, "How'd this dog get here?" It's like, "Well, it, it, maybe it's an alabrije." And it's like they take many forms, and he's just like licking at his butt. Yeah, it's like, or maybe he's just a dog. Right. And it's like, but then it turns out he, he is. is an alabrije. Like he is literally Miguel. Not only spirit that, animal. Not only that, but he led Miguel to Hector yes. early on. Yes, and that, and Miguel even says like, "You were." Tell me this is where I needed to go. Yeah, because even when he tried to leave Hector, he kept like trying to drag him back. Yep. It's like, no, your 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 grandpa's here. He's yep. right here. Right here. Like, it was so good. I oh, loved it. Go um, see this movie. I, and when he turns into an Alab- I love how the Alabrije looked, by the way. Especially yep. the Matrix. She looked it looks so cool. Mm-hmm. Her like, that Jaguar dragon. And they thing. all had like kind of, like oh. you couldn't have one specific power set really, yeah, yeah you know right like they were all just like look at all these random things we can do yeah exactly it was it was and just i love the I love that he has derpy wings too yeah yep. it's, it's like he's like got little, these little bitty little like dippy wings like <laughs> it's so funny i love it oh man dante's great yeah that's that's the other one is dante's and alabrije and he was from the beginning and mm-hmm. we didn't even know it oh man i can't i can't say like man this this thing is so good it's 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 hard to even like go see it. That's yeah, all I go can say. see it. That's go all I can it. say. When man. and when it was all done and said for, my daughter looks at me and she goes, "We're buying that." Yeah, yeah. I, there's there is uh, uh, now yes two only actually only two movies that my daughter has sat all the way through. Um, well, I guess three now if you count Wonder Woman. But like Pixar wise, like any animated, she still has to like I gotta go to the bathroom. She sat all the way through this movie. Yeah. And at the end, she's just like, "We're buying this movie." Right? Yeah. Like, yes, baby, we are totally <laughs> buying this movie. That's awesome. Um, all right, man. Uh, I got a versus for you. Okay. Okay. It's uh, it's not a character versus. All right. It's not a character versus. I want holiday versus. Okay. Okay. I want Dia de los Muertos. Versus Halloween, all right? All right. Which one wins out of uh, Halloween versus Day of the Dead, Mexican mm. Day of the Dead? Now, we're a bit biased, I would say, because we come – we're American. Sure. And we, we, we know the Halloween of what we have and everything. Well, here's the thing. Like, how are we – how are we categorizing the differences? Um, yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, what, what, how would one beat the other? In um, what way? Yeah, it's like what, what's what's better tradition I, it's, or what's a better celebration? I, I oh, okay. I, Honestly, if you're going celebration, yeah, Dia de los Muertos, yeah, without right. a doubt, because right. it's. Uh, it's cultural, right? It's uh, very yeah. family oriented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just like this movie yeah. shows the whole thing, uh, right? Yeah. yeah, like lineage and everything. It's just yeah. It's also two days, November first and second. So it's two days, which I didn't know. Uh, like, <laughs> like, right Halloween yeah, it's like, is for, for Americans is. It's it, you're either picking up candy as a little kid, right, or you're out uh, with scantily clad women on the, the night partying, right. Know, it's like, so far removed from the cultural basis of it. It's now just an American holiday, right? Uh, which it, there's culture there too. Obviously, there's the haunted houses. Mm-hmm. I consider that culture, like sure. it, it definitely is. But from the roots, it's like an old Irish Gaelic uh, thing from like the winter solstice right. or like the uh, the the Samhain, uh, uh, sort of their Day of the Dead. I would say sure. like they're, they're satanic, like, quote unquote. Devil Devil worship or whatever. So, you know, it's like, but it's to store food and supplies and stuff like that. That's where it kind of came from. Uh, and then all these legends started coming out about like, oh, the, the candy thing and the like, or the, the give, going from house to house, that's from way back in the old land and stuff. But, you know, it, it, it's interesting. I, I, I don't know. It, it's a, uh, I, 
I've never celebrated De Los Muertos, which uh, which I would love to do that, honestly. I would love to go to a town that legitimately celebrates it and just paint my face up and party and like do that. Right. I think it'd be a lot of fun. There's no other reason I'd want to go to Mexico, but uh, I, I think that would be one reason to do it. Um, yeah, I, honestly, I, I think as a, as a, as a cultural basis, I think uh, Dia de los Muertos is the, is the one to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like how they abbreviated it for people, I guess for kids, they just said Dia Muertos, didn't they? Dia Muertos. I think, I, so. I think that's how they did it. They didn't say, Dila de los Muertos. I, I think they simplified it for, for kids uh, to say it better, I guess. I don't know. Or for uh, me, for that matter. Yeah. Plus, uh, jack-o'-lanterns are cool, but I think sugar skulls are really I do. Rad. I think sugar skulls are <laughs> they're, really cool. They're pretty rad. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of like, cool stuff. You're going to see more of it nowadays, but I think like, like that, that aesthetic is really cool. I think you're going to see more like kind of T-shirts come out of that sure. from Coco because right. it, was a, it was a big hit. Um, I'm not sure what they, what they box office but it was it was a big hit and uh you know it, it tends to happen a lot like uh only 280 million that's interesting because where that had been more by now <laughs> it was like it was well, like you said at the beginning the trailer doesn't do it justice it doesn't i feel like it i feel like that's really kind of failed it a little bit yeah it's like people may not like oh well it's another like a lot of people compare this to book of life yeah and yeah exactly. like this has this is not yeah no, uh, and, just this is his own thing is much better than right. Book of Life. And I loved Book right. of Life. And I haven't watched Book of Life yet. I really need it. It's to. really good. Yeah. I love that. I have no complaints about that, but right. this is a better movie. Yeah. I actually wanted to do Book of Life because, I, again, I didn't think this movie was going to do enough for me for me to do an entire episode on it. So I was going to watch Coco. And here we are. And All right. I was going to watch Coco, and then I was going to watch uh, Book of Life and do a comparison ah. and do that type of thing. Because I've always wanted to kind of do that sort of, uh, sort of uh, episode, but this had plenty to talk. Yes. Yeah, no. And um, honestly, once you yeah. get around to watching Book of Life, mm-hmm. you'll be like, "Oh, this doesn't." Right. It's 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 the only common thread is like Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and the main characters kind of look, or uh, De La Cruz and the main character look kind of similar. Yeah, <laughs> that's like it. Like, that's, that's about like the whole it. Yeah. Thing. Uh, cooler guitar on uh, that Marco has actually, but yeah, um, I think that's gonna do it for this episode, man. I think we're done. I think that's it. It's uh, oh, pretty good. I kept it's a good one. I made it through without crying, even, <laughs> even though I thought about every aspect of that movie. I love so much. Yeah. I didn't cry. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'm interested to see what this will do on repeat viewings. Um, I think it'll still hold up pretty well. I think so too. Because uh, like you, you'll especially, but I definitely really want to show this to people who haven't seen it. Like that's definitely how I think this is like the way to experience. No this doubt. Again. Uh, because after after you know all the twists, it's kind of hard to be you know. Because I was legit like surprised by what they what they presented. Oh, was and, it? Even though they gave all the all the hints, like with it having the big twist and like a couple different twists and everything, yeah, it's fun. Those kinds of movies, it's fun to go through and watch again, and right. knowing exactly how it's going to play out. Because then you're like, oh, look at that! Oh, oh <laughs> look at that! Like I didn't even notice that the first time. Right, you might not notice something that they also planted yeah. on. I it's, think it's got we- lasting. Lasting yeah. staying power for sure. Yeah, it does, and plus it's beautiful, and the songs are nice. So. Yeah, <laughs> like, so there you go. So there you go. So uh, it, that, that's always something. Uh, there you go, guys. That's it uh, for this episode of the Animation Destination Podcast. Uh, Stephen, you got that bagged and bearded? Podcast. I do. I do. We are still on a, a little hiatus. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a daughter back in October. Yep. And just that is where my time is at right now. Yep. I'm hoping to get an episode out before the end of the year. But if not, definitely around the beginning of the year, I'd yep. like to get that back on track. Yep, absolutely. For sure. And uh, we, of course, understand that. 
uh, family is important, as we learned. Know, I don't know if the guys know that my return to the DNN, my first podcast since I left for my daughter's birth, right. is this one. Is this one right I here. I couldn't so, not. I yeah. couldn't not. Yeah. There you go. You, you left you, you left your daughter for this one. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, I was like, you can, you you can watch your mom. I got to talk is, about Coco. Is, is, isn't, that, isn't that a little bit uh, telling that you left your family to come talk about a movie? Talk about, about my family? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, my gosh. Man. It's good. Uh, yeah, so you left your family for podcasts, and now they're... They've sworn off podcasting. Uh, <laughs> your daughter will want to start a podcast. Your, your great 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 grandson will want to start podcasting. I'm like, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. I used to do it. <laughs> uh, don't die on your way home. Oh, well, don't poison <laughs> me. I know, right? That'd be terrible. Like, I gotta go. You're like, no, I still want to talk about Coco. Here, have this drink. I can't risk the Bagden Beard getting more popular than mine. <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out on DestinationComics.com slash DNN. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook at Animation Destination and at Animation Pod on Twitter. Next week might be the top ten animated Disney songs. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening, DNN.